All right. Question of the week. And uh, I had to think of something on the fly. But since we're still in quarantine and everything, I was wondering, is there an event that you are going to or just something that happens or like sports or something that you're kind of bummed that you're going to miss out on because of um, coronavirus and COVID-19? Okay. Um, I'd say my first major trip, well, second major trip of the summer so far was for the ATX TV Festival in Austin. Okay. And that would have been the first week of June. And yeah. um, it was canceled. They decided to go the virtual route, which is great because it's yeah. so happening. But just the the experience to go down again and to see the people and just be there, you know, was, yeah. I missed out on. So, yeah. I think for me, and um, it may sound strange, but uh, I think I said earlier with uh, being in Indianapolis with the race not happening, I don't even go to the race. I don't even go to Speedway when it's around, but like the whole city just kind of turns into a big celebration for the whole month of May. And uh, we know we didn't even have the mini marathon, you know, the half marathon we have here. And so I think this was just a really strange May because usually like rings in, the summer but it's kind of like bleh <laughs> so <laughs> yeah one likes film the other tv together they chronicle life in a peak entertainment era you're listening to it's a streamable life um history uh kind of an iconic day to be born on uh, this day in history um, in 1926, the jazz great Miles Davis was born. And then um, in 1948, uh, Stevie Nicks was born. So oh, wow. yeah, two huge American legends both born on the same day. So that's, that's pretty huge. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get into this episode of A Stream of Life with our headlines um anything stick out to you this week um man tv wise not a whole lot seemed like a bad weekend for some white people though um <laughs> we had a thing with lena del rey which uh we don't even need to get into yeah uh i just saw something about jimmy fallon apologizing for doing blackface um that was yeah, that a thousand i guess he was supposed to yeah. chris rock Oh, okay. Um, but I, the one good thing I did see and kind of, it always makes you, you, you start to realize how fast time goes, but it's been 15 years since um, Rihanna dropped her debut single. Yeah. Upon uh, the replay. I was like, wow, that's, that's crazy. That is, that is really crazy. It's time's going by really fast. Just because I was talking with this with my sister. Um, yeah. I'd never even thought she would be, anything more than ponder replay because yeah I, I never imagined i was like oh if she's here she'll be gone in a year or so but right right she's a phenomenon that's crazy yeah yeah because she kind of she came out swinging like i mean she had that and it was all over the radio stations and everywhere and everybody loved her but i could see how you could think that like oh maybe she doesn't have what it takes but yet here we are, and she is thriving. Yeah. 
exceptionally. Yes. All right. For me, um, let's see. There has been a lot, a lot going on. Yeah. Just the Doja Cat thing. Oh God. Yeah. Whatever that is, and then sadly, just more of the same old, same old from police and whatnot. Yeah. In this country, even through a pandemic, it's just kind of weird. But yeah. uh, on a positive note, you we're talking about anniversary and stuff like that. Last week was the 10-year anniversary of the Arch Android by Janelle Monet. Oh, wow. Her debut album. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was yeah a, a, a mental shift. Like, she yeah. was very unknown then. Yeah. But that album is, is incredible. The, the genre she was able to cover all in one album right. and the concept, of course, of that character she created. Um, Definitely, definitely a I, what's crazy is that whenever I think about Janelle Monet, you know, like you just said, she's kind of unknown when she came out, but she was in the um, oh, she was in the music video for uh, Outcast or is it Big Boys Morris Brown? Do you yeah. remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that used to always just trip me out when I look back at it now. I'm like, you know, she must have been making music still. I'm not sure how they know each other or knew each other, but um. But yeah, that was tricky. I was like, hey, that's Janelle Monet. And then like, yeah, a few years later, she's doing her thing. So Yeah. Yeah. I was always impressive how she was able to go, you know, mainstream and keep her artistic vision. Yeah. Yeah. About the whole thing. So yeah, she has doesn't always happen. Yeah, she no. Yeah, she uh she stayed true to herself. So yeah. All right, we'll get into our first segment here with uh NOT where we are discuss certain TV series we're following by week. Um, and we just have one yeah. this week as this thus far. Um, right. Episode seven of Killing Eve. Um, this episode was entitled Beautiful Monster. Yes. I thought this was a really, really good episode. Um, it's the one episode before the season finale, so I didn't know what to expect, but... yeah. It sets up whatever's about to happen pretty, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better word, beautifully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on this episode? Uh, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, since, how was this? I think almost since the first season, I've been waiting for something bad to happen to Constantine. I, I just always felt like he's going to get shot or he's going to get beat up or maybe even killed. And then it finally hit, you know, he had the heart attack and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, because he's just always on, he went, he's always on edge. And like he said himself, he's always, he's always like a target. Everybody wants to hurt him. And he um, sort of has no allegiances, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the and the allegiances he does have are, are very weak. He's like, yeah, well, I can do this, but um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but no, it's good, um, and uh, we got a lot. We, I, I, I'm really enjoying. Like I've said it the past few weeks. This more emotional side of Villanelle, just kind wow. of, yeah, yeah. We got um, more development between Villanelle and sort of her her focus. Yeah. Now, um, I love the stuff with Eve, even though she's seen very secondary in this episode yeah. it was still monumental toward the end like her um pinpointing 
uh, Dasha's actual role and what's actually happening yeah. amongst the 12 and whatnot. And then um, the developments with Carolyn yeah. were really good. Yeah, she's she's starting to unravel a little bit. Right. And right. I'm still, I, I'm guessing her daughter's role in the show in general is there to kind of be the to get her to open up and then her relationship with Constantine and everything. Mm-hmm. Cause still every time her daughter's on the screen, I'm just kind of like, why is she here? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? We had to say goodbye to, what was his name? Mo. Oh yeah. 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 I kind of figured he'd be out of the picture. Of the yeah. Children. That opening was so strange though, with the lady, um, stroking Villanelle's face and like playing with her hair. I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, she's trying to, I guess, sort of betray that motherly right. affection, but it's very cold. And I believe yes. that when she said, I will kill you before you could kill me. I'm like, well. Like, oops. Yeah. So and it does a good job for us um to feel empathy for Villanelle and want to protect her from the twelve. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You kind of want her to to get away and mm-hmm. see what that looks like. But then that, that final scene, though, with the, when Constantine started laughing and then he looked around the corner and Dasha was there. I was like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. Like, I thought she died. I really yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, she just had to survive. I'm not sure yeah. what's going to happen next episode. Yeah, it's going to be wild. It's yeah, going to be insane. I don't think anyone's going to Cuba. No, hell no. I don't think anybody's going to make it, no. <laughs> so next week we have the season finale of season three of Killing Eve. I kind of like these shorter episodes, ep- uh, shorter yes. seasons. Yeah, no, it's good. Getting straight to the point. Right. Um, we're not sure where we'll be, what series will be on. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find something. Soon, but there's a ton still floating in the ether. Yes. Or so. Um, we'll let you know what we'll be reviewing. I'll move on to Binge Me Not. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. For me, I have three episodes left of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. In time for tomorrow's season seven premiere. It's final All season. Right. So that will be fun. And then randomly, <laughs> my sister put me on to Guy's Grocery Games. Huh. Um, this is Guy Ferrari or Fieri. Oh, yeah, yeah. The chef. And basically, it's like a version of Chopped where four chefs come and compete in basically his grocery store. And he gives them a challenge, and there might be uh, certain criteria you have to meet um, for yeah. each challenge. But they basically shop in the store and then cook it within 30 minutes for judges and a winner's declared. <laughs> so it's pretty addicting. So. Mm. And what's that on? Oh, God. Food Network. Okay, okay. Yeah, and she was watching them on, I think they're all on Hulu. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, right. Um, this weekend, I was genuinely busy from, like, this time the sun came up on Saturday until Monday afternoon just doing stuff around the house. So I did not watch the, any television. I caught a few episodes of, uh, a Twilight Zone marathon, but that was that was honestly it. I was I was not in front of a TV. 
Hey, it'd be like that. Yeah, man. That <laughs> was crazy. All right. And we'll transition to no concessions. What movies did you watch? Okay. Um, once again, went back in time to um, uh, TCM. And uh, it was Splendor in the Grass. And this this was like a well-known movie and one of the best movies probably made in America. And um, so it has it has Natalie Wood. She was quite young in it. And then Warren Beatty was in it as well. And it really focuses on like the, um, a, a lot of topics that would have been strange for the time. Because movies set in like 1920s, 1930s. But I mean, they deal with like, uh, I mean, sex, which still would have been kind of hush hush back then but abortion uh rape all sorts of things it's really when you see it and you look at the time i think it was made in the 60s but it was about the 30s um it is it just always strikes me because i always wonder like we hear these things now and we see movies full of these themes but back then people had to leave the theaters just like like yo that was crazy as hell man like that was it's gonna stick with me but um and it still sticks with you, but yeah, so she, Natalie Wood's character kind of comes from like a, a good family, and so does Warren Betty's character, but he wants to, you know, have sex and all this, and so it doesn't work, and then uh, he finds another girl, and it, it, it just gets more messy as the movie goes, but um, other than that, I also like it because it was released on my birthday, October 10th, but in 1961, so almost 30 years before I was born, but I remember finding that out. But yeah, it's really good. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I watched The Lovebirds on okay. Netflix. This was the uh, Issa Rae and Kamel Kumjali yeah. uh, film that was supposed to be released, I think, in April sometime. Yeah. Um, because of COVID, Netflix swooped it up. Um, this was a rom-com slash murder mystery where Ray and uh, Kamal are a couple that have sort of hit a rough patch and okay. they're headed to a dinner party and um, on their way they are witness to a murder yeah. and then thinking they'll be implicated, they try to solve it themselves. So oh. it's sort of like a they're sort of forced to be together when they they don't want to and an odd way to sort of rekindle the relationship. Um, it was okay. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, I didn't find myself really laughing that much, which is never good for a rom-com. Right. But um, I might watch it again just to see because okay. reviews were kind of mixed, but... Um, it was Netflix number one movie of last week, and I think this week since it's dropped. So, hmm. yeah, I remember seeing the trailer and thinking it would be pretty decent, but I I I knew nothing about the uh, um the murder mystery part of it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, the um, like when you watch the trailer, you think they're just a couple on their way to a date. It didn't hint at them like being on. Yeah the out so that was sort of different but i actually enjoyed more of the relationship part than i did the, the actual murder part because i felt it, it just wasn't that interesting or connected that well okay okay yeah all right yep all did you see any trailers or anything that came out 
Um, well, uh, it's a show, I guess we'll toss up if we watch it or not. And, uh, oh God, I just saw the full trailer today. Uh, I may destroy you with Michaela Cole. I know we, we talked about it earlier, but the official trailer came out. Right. And I, I watched the American one that came on HBO and the BBC one, and they were very different. So I don't know what that means for the version we'll see here in the States. Oh, but, wow. Um, yeah, they were, I mean, they weren't, they weren't like two different shows, but there were clear differences. So uh, we always get some chopped up version here that, you know, they get the real thing over there. Mm-hmm. But, um, which doesn't make sense because it's supposed to come on at 1030. I'm like, come on. But, um, it must be happy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I saw that one and uh, that looks good. And other than that, no, I don't think I saw too many trailers. No. I did watch the um, new Tenet trailer. Okay. Christopher Nolan it sort of explained a lot more of the story. Um, okay. It's still okay. don't know what it's about, but it definitely showed more footage and it's just it's crazy. Um, there's a part where uh, John David Washington's character is supposed to be shooting a bullet. Yeah. But she's like, you didn't shoot it, you caught it. So like the, the act of the time reversal is like, I don't know, it's it's mind boggling. So huh. um, that's yeah, still, the- oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say the initial trailer looked really good, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, it showed more more action in this this trailer, and for now, it's just coming to theaters. There wasn't a date attached, so. Okay, okay. Hmm. And I also viewed the Love, Victor trailer. Um, oh. This is a series that was originally supposed to be on Disney+. Plus. But for some odd reason, they shifted to Hulu. Um, this was to be a spinoff of the Love Simon film, yeah. original novel about a um, a gay teen who moves to Atlanta and has a crush on this boy, and yada yada yada. It looks so. Okay. Wait, is it so? Is he black? No. What? That's that's the thing. Like, I don't see how you have a gay youth in Atlanta and there's yeah. only three black characters. Nah. And only one of them may be gay. From the trailer. Yeah. I see I didn't see Love Simon. I haven't I didn't read the book. I haven't seen the film. I think so. I saw half of the film. I mean it was okay, okay. for what it was. Yeah. The first gay teen, whatever they called it, love story or whatever. Right, right. Um, but I mean, the lead in this is Latinx. Okay. But still, I don't how I don't know how you you have Go this setting, and the only black people are a girl, his best girlfriend, the guy she likes, and then what's his face did appear. He may be playing the same character. Um, what's his name? From the Flash, Keon Lonsdale or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, he's actually about. gay, but I don't know who he is in the series, so. Yeah. Okay. So, so we'll see how that goes. All right, yeah. No, I um, 
I, I literally just saw that that the trailer came out that it was out but um yeah i i've not seen the first one so i wouldn't even know what i was what i would be watching if i watched the trailer yeah i'm not sure where this one will go plot wise because the the original he was closeted and he had an admirer and like uh. They're both gay, but he just wasn't out. So this one, the boy's out, but he's not really out to this new school. And he has a crush, but I don't think the crush is gay. So I'm I'm like, how is this going to work? Okay. So I got to watch it and see. I don't know. Yeah. I need to get Hulu, man. Every time I hear something about Hulu, it sounds good. I need to go ahead and... Yeah. And that FX on Hulu is crazy. They just renewed a bunch of stuff. They're going to have um, a new weekly spinoff of American Horror Story, the American Horror Stories, um, a different story a week, like an anthology series, and a bunch of other stuff, so. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, that concludes our No Concessions segment, and we'll get into our big discussion here we are on episode three of i know this much is true hbo's uh series limited series with mark ruffalo um what were your thoughts on this episode my my big thought is that i don't like dominic (laughs) that was my very first (laughs) oh my god he's he's a the, the the story about the little girl at the beginning literally left the sour taste in my mouth for the rest of the episode. I was just like, man, that, that, I mean, I know it's fictional, but that really just pissed me off a little bit. Yeah. I, but, um, I wrote down Dominic has no moral code. Like, no, he doesn't. I just, uh, yeah. And, and even his, I don't know, in, in a way, at least to me, his, his devotion to his brother seems selfish. You know what I mean? Like he, he wants, I think he generally wants to help him, but it's, it's almost, he's doing it like a distraction for his own life. Like, let me use this to. Right. It's his only redeeming quality. And he uses it yeah. as to sort right. of make him think I'm a good person. Right. Yeah. Cause in reality he is a trash human being. Um, Very much so. But honestly, that was my main takeaway from this episode. I mean, there was, we learned some stuff and it was interesting to see uh, kind of them in college and the start of his brother's illness. But um, yeah, it was just Dominic is, is trash. What about you? Yeah. I got, got sort of the same vibe. Like even like his interactions with Ralph in the present time, I said, really? Right. Yeah. Like you're asking him for a favor and you're basically the reason why his sister is dead. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. He he doesn't like. I don't know. His girlfriend is. I mean, she's clearly lying, but it's just a mess. Yeah, that I think that's the best way to put it. Is that this whole show is just a mess? And I think it's. I think one of the the other redeeming things is like Thomas generally knows he's not right and he wants to be right. healed, but he just doesn't know how. Like right. 
him acknowledging that, you know, there's something wrong with my brain and I need to go away. Like he's trying to do that. I don't think just for himself, but for everyone around him, like he's very right. conscious and aware of how he's affecting others. Right. And I think in these next three episodes, we're going to see more of Catherine Hahn. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the way that when they were doing the kind of, uh, when it was Rosie O'Donnell and uh, I forgot her character, but Rosie O'Donnell and uh, the Dominic and Thomas in that little room, the way, you know, he kind of said that, you know, oh, well, Dessa's my friend and this and that. And then the kind of the ending scene with, Mark Ruffalo outside her house and whatnot. I think she's going to play a big role in these last few episodes. And maybe we don't know. Maybe the divorce is where his mental declined. Yeah, yeah. We don't really know what set him off. Set him off. I guess. Yeah, because yeah. I'm guessing they divorced after the passing of their child. Right. And then he just got. Pro- progressively worse i'm going to assume right and you in a way you kind of feel i don't know i don't know how i feel about joy (laughs) yeah yeah she's just kind of there it's like you couldn't find anyone better like right (laughs) she one she seems like extremely younger yeah yeah not not adult enough or mature enough to actually like be in a relationship yeah that's kind of what i got from it too just the way she talked and um when she came to their little squash or racquetball or whatever and she kind of half-heartedly told him that the doctor called i was like are you kidding me like he's Why? he's been waiting on it. Like, like, come out with it you should have started with that yeah just just think about herself and like, yeah. right, you don't care about my brother. Right, yeah. And so. honestly, I mean, he doesn't care either. Yeah. But I, he probably feels a way he can do that because he's his brother and right. all that stuff. Yeah, uh, and, and, I, and I say that when I said that, um, you know, I think his uh, intent to help his brother is selfish and, and it shows, I mean, the way he was talking to him again in that little conference room when he was like, you know, you gotta, you gotta calm down, blah, 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 blah. And he's trying to stop him from getting worked up. It was very aggressive. Like mm-hmm. it seemed like the, the wrong way to go about that. Yeah. Cause Ruth Donald's character just literally talks to him calmly and he's calm. Right. Right. Yeah. He... Another point I was going to bring up, um, just looking at their past when they when he tells anecdotes and whatnot um just how how much of a lack of resources and actual education and philosophy there was on mental illness to the point where you know we're not sure when tom was actually diagnosed but for him to just go through school and attend college with these glaring red flags right and nothing could be done about it. It's just really sad. Yeah. As no, that's 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 very true. And yeah, I guess I really didn't even think about that. I mean, I thought it was odd that he was going to college, but yeah, they just sent him to college like it was nothing. You're right. That's yeah. And basically, it was a way to get out of Vietnam. 
Yeah, that's also true. Which, I mean, a lot of people did. Right. But I would guess that he would have gotten some type of... He yeah, he probably wouldn't. Yeah. Have exam or anything because of his mental state. But yeah, that wasn't the, the thinking then. But, oh, that's, um, but yeah, I think... I think some hints got dropped in this episode. Something. So for the preview, we see them kind of in that post-college age, their young 20s and what we see there. But something about that line about him being able to hold the baby, I think he may be onto something about like that furthered his decline. Like Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to say it. And they haven't, like the scene clearly now they showed us when the baby passed, like nothing happened to it, but I keep can't help but feel that he did something and didn't right. face anything. Right. Because he blamed himself. Right. But yeah, because he, he keeps saying he did something. Maybe he thinks like he passed something because of his mental illness, but I think he might have done something and just didn't say anything and then yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. That would be a huge um, mood shifter. And with only three ep- episodes left, that'd be crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Yeah. Oh, right. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good show. It's just, it's heavy. It is a heavy yeah. hour. It's extremely heavy. And it, it doesn't zoom by like some no. shows. Like it's very... You got to sit there. Step by step. This happened, and then this sad thing happened, and then this. Right. It's 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 something. All right, that's our future presentation. Um, where are you streaming for the weekend? Um. Okay. So, um, just this morning, um, if you use Comcast, you have the Peacock Network free. And um, I think we talked about this before. So you've got the Peacock Network like a free preview until it comes out for real Mm -hmm. um, until like July 15th. But they've got like, um, like, uh, it's like stuff I used to watch when I was a kid, like uh, Nick at night, like cheers. And uh, I'm not sure if wings is on there, but like Frasier and stuff like that. And I think I'm just going to check out what they really have. And um, of course they don't have everything up yet. So you have to wait for that. But um, I was scrolling through and man, I haven't seen cheers in forever. And absolutely love that show. <laughs> so I think I'm just gonna check out that. But but it's interesting because like if you have Comcast, it's free, and what you pay would be, I think it's just it's either five or ten dollars. But you pay some amount, and that takes the ads away from everything. So that's it. I mean, that's that's your fee, and that's what it's for. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No. I just hope people, I hope, like, the content they develop pulls people in. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my worry as well, because uh, I'm not sure. They've got they've got some good stuff, but, yeah, I'm not sure if it can compete with, you know, the likes of Hulu and what they're putting out in Netflix. Yeah, yeah. All right, for me, um, in addition to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. final season, Wednesday, 10 p.m. ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, I purchased the uh, downloadable content from Mortal Kombat 11, which is entitled okay. After, not After Match, After Math. Um, basically, they added a bunch of 
additional gaming footage. Uh, you got five new store, five new chapters to the solo campaign. Yeah. You got three new characters. They added new stages. They revamped the sort of award system. Okay. And all other stuff for $40. So you get wow. basically more game for your buck. Um, I'll be into that this week or this evening or never. Yeah. And then tomorrow, HBO Max finally arrives. Yep. Uh, this is the long-awaited streaming service from HBO and Warner Media. Um, they're going to pack a punch. Yeah, they definitely are. Yeah. Um, just not only are they at all of HBO, they have a new originals that will be coming, and then they have Warner Media's uh, library, which includes DC, Cartoon Network, True TV, um, the TNT, TBS, like conglomerates. Yeah. Oh, their library is very extensive, and yeah. new shows coming throughout the summer, um, including season three, A Search Party. Okay. I'll be here in June. Um, and if you want to know more about HBO Max and my most anticipated uh, titles coming, you can go to our blog, streamablelife.wordpress.com. The newest post is up about my five uh, most anticipated shows coming. But yeah, they've got a little bit for everything for anybody. Um, kids, yeah. they'll have old uh, library, they'll have friends, Big Bang Theory. Like they put a bunch of money up to get get some of these shows so that's crazy so with and i'm not sure if you would know this with like cartoon network would it have stuff that like we grew up watching or is it more recent stuff i believe so there was a, a photo of the interface highlighting the different um properties and like oh, okay. it's a cartoon network library so i think uh, okay. they'll have you know past shows maybe current shows as well right Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe if you have HBO Go, you get HBO Max free, right? I think so. It's something weird like that. Specifics with that. But I know, like, I have HBO now. So since I have it through HBO, it will update automatically to HBO Max because HBO Max is the streaming service. That's that's what I meant. I meant HBO now. Um, Yeah yeah is the one um because once again comcast you know you have to pay for the service because i was looking and i thought well you know maybe it's comcast you have all these hbo channels maybe they'll just pop up but no if you're just if you don't have hbo now then yeah you've got to pay for it yeah and it's 15 dollars a month i think they're doing some type of like deal it's 11 dollars or something like that yeah and it may be worth it yeah ultimately Especially if it's if it's taking over HBO now, like right, right. And they'll have special. They've struck deals with like Apple, yeah. And um, some Samsung TVs will have it. Um, I think they did something with Amazon as well, and they'll be on PlayStation and Xbox, and so there's there's plenty of places to get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then. Alrighty, this has been another episode of Streamable Life. Next week, we'll continue our discussion with I Know This Much Is True. Um, We'll have the season finale of 
Killing Eve to discuss. And we'll probably discuss what shows are coming up that we may want to talk about in our Niggas on TV segments. Yes. Um, so until then, stay warm, stay safe, and always keep streaming. Peace. Thanks for listening to another edition of It's a Streamable Life. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Follow and converse with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AS Live Podcasts. And read us at streamablelife.wordpress.com.